serious news, seriously entertaining. This is the Gatos and Chad Show. Happy, happy, happy. See, I did it. I had to do it. <laughs> I'm Barry Markson. Oh, here with Gail Bass this afternoon. Hi, Gail. Gail Bass, Gatos's maybe stepmom. <laughs> He talked about it a few weeks ago. I went out with his dad for dinner because I happened to be in New Jersey. So, uh, And his dad was very, very nice. So I came back saying, Gatos, I might be your stepmama. <laughs> You'd never met him before either, right? I'd never. He, Gatos had met my mom. My mom and Gatos had a special relationship, kind of like the U.K. and America. And so <laughs> when I had a chance to meet his dad, I jumped at it. That's funny. That's awesome. Oh, all right. Well, Gail, Gail and I are here today to uh, hold down the fort till 6 o'clock. We have a big show today. The boys taking a day off. They'll be back on Monday. Uh, and uh, starting off today with the big news uh, coming out of um, Central High. Uh, Central High was on lockdown. And Gail, uh, we're, we're trying to figure out what's going on here. Everybody seems to be okay. Uh, they announced initially they didn't want anybody, uh, they didn't want adults to go there. They sent out an alert to all the parents. Yeah. So don't come here. Yeah. And these are their children. They're going to show up. Those are their kids. They don't care what they say. Well, that's is right. I mean, what do you do when that happens? When you're, you when they, show up. Of they're course your you kids. do, right? Exactly. Yeah. They're so, your kids. So they sent an alert out all, to all the parents and mm-hmm. they said, uh, we're on lockdown. Don't come. And uh, but it seemed like everything was okay. Uh, the reports are there was a fight of some sort. They thought they heard a popping noise. Uh, they were doing a, a, a search of each classroom and uh, Central High. Not only Central High, they locked down Brophy and Xavier and the other schools right the in that coding, area. The, the coding, the coding that was academy nearby. Yeah, so very scary. But at least for now, it seems to be okay. And now they've announced that parents can go and pick up their kids uh, nearby at a corner nearby, not at the school itself. But what kind of fright is that? Yeah, when you say uh, you're the school's in lockdown, everything's okay. But the school's in lockdown. All you, all as a parent, all I would think is lockdown. Yeah. Well, and especially after Uvalde, where everyone's like, we have it under control. Let us take care of it. And of course, we know what happened there. Oh, so, yeah. That was a frightening situation. I, not, that, not that that would happen here in Arizona with our law enforcement, but police were on it. Uh, the overhead uh, helicopter pictures just showed an unbelievable police presence there. Well, uh, we'll again, we, this takes me back to Columbine. You see all these kids marching out. Their hands are up. Yeah. That's terrifying to yeah. even see. I, I'm curious. We don't know what happened. Here and obviously we don't want to speculate, but I'm curious if it was a just something between the students or if someone else came on campus. We're, mm-hmm. We'll find out. And uh, the KTR News Center is on it. Uh, our reporters are on the scene, and we'll have updates for you throughout the afternoon. So stay with us here at KTAR. But very scary, and it's. Uh, I agree with you. If you get that alert, I think you go down there, right? And what? It, and where do you go? I mean, Central Central High is right on Central. There's not like there's a big open area in the front for people to congregate. Where, where do you go? Oh, I would uh, me myself. I would have parked at that nearby AJ's. Yeah, and I. I wouldn't have bought anything. I would have parked there anyway, and I would have walked. <laughs> I, I would have said, "I'm going to go get my baby." I, I probably would have got myself a nice tea first, and then and then walked over. It looks like you did. I've got an AJ's. That was unpaid. Problem. That have, was an unpaid endorsement. I, I do have a problem. I have an IT <laughs> problem. Um, so we're going to continue to update you as uh, as this goes. But as what we're hearing right now, from what we understand, everybody's fine. Nobody hurt at Central High. It was locked down earlier today. Uh, the police are on the scene, uh, and everybody is uh, is at this point is doing okay. Also, in breaking Arizona. New news, Gail, a federal judge just halted the new law in Arizona. You remember this, John Kavanaugh, uh, one of our legislators, uh, legislators he uh, did a bill this year that ended up being passed that said you cannot film police officers. You can't be within eight feet and film a police officer doing his doing his work. Well, I want to tell the public something right here. When I first heard that, and one of the things they taught us in journalism school at the well-esteemed Walter Cronkite School of Journalism right. at ASU, Go Devils, is that 
When you are in public, you have no expectation of privacy. That's right. So if you decide to change your clothes in public and people start filming, you have no expectation of privacy. And I know that these are law enforcement officers and they have a tough job to do. But the fact of the matter is when people when they don't have cameras on, they've stopped them rolling or stuff that's happened in the past. We've seen it. People are going to start filming because they don't want something bad to happen. Right. And that, and we saw that. And so with, by uh, saying that I can't get within eight feet, Apple's going to come out with a phone that says you can shoot like you're right there. You right. can zoom in. So what's a zoom camera going to do? That zoom camera is going to absolutely make this law a waste of ink. And Ka- Kavanaugh saying that uh, the police have people who follow them around to do this filming and that they're getting in the way of arrest, that it becomes dangerous for the officer, dangerous for the person being arrested. And that I dangerous, understand. Dangerous for the person with the camera. But we already have laws about that, about interfering with the police officer and his mm-hmm. duty. There are laws in place about that. And if somebody gets that close that it's dangerous or harmful, then arrest the person and charge them. Yeah, when you notice when people are filming this stuff, most of the times they are standing back because you have fists flying and you don't know if they're going to bring out a, a stun gun or something, and you don't want to be in the line of fire of that. Right. No, that's exactly right. So the federal judge today, uh, just this was a, a suit brought by media organizations, including the Arizona Republic and others, and they argue that the law violates the First Amendment, which it does, by the way. I said that when it was a bill. And uh, it's how, it was House Bill 2319 that John Kavanaugh proposed, and uh, – the judge has now halted it, so he stayed that law. So the law will not go into effect right now. No one's going to be arrested for filming police officers within eight feet of them. We'll see what happens when this gets uh, um, appealed. But the, one of the interesting parts of this was that the Attorney General, uh, Mark Burnovich, said, I'm not going to represent the state of Arizona in this case. Basically saying, I think, that he didn't think it was a lawful constitutional law. <laughs> so, Excuse he, me, on Twitter, that's General Brnovich, okay? <laughs> let's get true. that mystic of General, General Nunchucks. General. Let's, get that, let's get that clear. That's exactly <laughs> right. So he, it, that was, it was kind of an interesting thing where the Attorney General's office said when the when the media filed this lawsuit and the, the AG said, yeah, we're not going to defend the state, we're not going to defend the law here, which is unusual, kind of dropped it back uh, in Karen Fan's lap in the Senate and the legislature and I don't know if they got attorneys in place or not, maybe they're going to now, but uh, as it stands right now, that law, at least for now, now has been paused or delayed or, or stayed and it will not be in effect. So we'll see where that goes. Very interesting stuff coming out of Arizona. Um, and this was from uh, John Tucci, who's a U.S. district judge here in Phoenix. And he said that the media groups are, uh, quote, likely to succeed on the merits, uh, which, is, which that's, is true. That's language that people who, uh, when the media brings lawsuits and it says likely to succeed on merits, if you have a case and a judge says that about your case, that's good news. That's exactly right. And, and Am I right? Because you, you, you're the yeah. attorney. Oh, no, if you're, no you're, you're exactly right. <laughs> and, and I'll tell you something. It's, it's a very high standard. When you're doing something that restricts free speech, you better have a lot going on there to explain why why you need that. It mm-hmm. there's, there are restrictions on free speech. People think all these freedoms in the Constitution are absolute. They're not absolute. You can have restrictions. You can't yell fire in a crowded theater. Mm-hmm. And, and there, you, can't, you can't go film a police officer if you're getting in the way of the officer and putting the officer in danger. That's a different, that's a different issue. Uh, but what Tucci is saying here, Judge Tucci is saying here is that uh, this does not satisfy that burden. So it's just it's a preliminary injunction. It's not this is not the final determination. I think that's political theater when you say that I'm on the side of police. You know how you support the police? Get them help. Yeah. Get them training and get them, and get them money so they can do the job they need to and do. More, yeah, more officers. All right. Uh, coming up, Becky Lynn standing by in the KTR News Center. We'll have an update uh, on the lockdown at Central High, among other things. And also, I didn't even realize this. We have a corporation commissioner, Gail. 
uh, who's a little Looney Tunes. I'm going to tell you some of the things he wants to do. Uh, you're not going to believe it. That's Is that next. a legal term? Stay, stay with us. It's KTAR. Arizona's news station, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. Serious news, seriously entertaining. The Gatos and Chad Show. All right, welcome back. Barry Marks and Gail Bass with you sitting in for the boys. It's the Gatos and Chad Show. Thanks for being here today. Gail in for Gatos. It's a... <laughs> It's I've a, known Gatos for like 25 years. Is that right? I sure have. The things I could say. You knew him when he was a little Gatos. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I know Gatos, I've known Gatos longer than that. Can you believe that? Mm-hmm. I knew Gatos when he was at the my, my old sports station. My future step baby. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, this is this is something that was news to me today. Uh, Arizona, the Arizona Corporation Commission. Now you know these folks. They're the ones who regulate APS and uh, SRPR utility bills. Yes. Um, they 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 uh, govern a. Uh, uh, businesses here in Arizona. Like and, securities, and, I guess. Yeah, think. exactly. Mm-hmm. And so we have a new corporation commissioner. He's been there since 2020, a guy named Jim O'Connor. And I'll, and I'll be honest with you, I think I pay attention to things. I did not know this. He uh, he ran as a Republican in 2018 and lost in the primary. And then in 2020, we had a little uh, drama there with the corporation commission and mm-hmm. some Republicans who were on the ballot for the general election didn't make it. Like, they got kicked off the ballot. Mm-hmm. So he... Got to give him a little credit here. Got jumped on as a write-in candidate and won the seat. And, and let's give some preface. This is a guy who actually has some knowledge. He's not just some crackpot, although the story yeah. may challenge that. Yeah. But let's go back to where he has skills. He uh, had a financial company, and he advised the county of or- – he advised Orange County in California when they had a big collapse of their securities and some bonds. Or I, for- I forgot the exact um, financial – term that it was, but they had a huge financial collapse, and he advised them after that. So this is somebody who knows how money works right. and how to make money right. and how to watch for things financially. Yeah, so he's not, he's not on, a, on paper at least, not a bumpkin walking in off the Mm-mm, street. And, not at all. Uh, although now we're, we're going to tell you the story and you can, you can decide for yourself. So he has, Jim O'Connor, he, has, uh, he wants the five-member uh, Corporation Commission to conduct a hearing on, quote-unquote, voting machines uh, and in, in Arizona. And he wants them uh, to recommend that counties stop, all the counties in Arizona, stop using modern technology in this election, this upcoming election. He's says season and to do it the old-fashioned way which apparently means submitting our votes on a on a, on a post-it okay for steve <laughs> zinsmeister i'm going to say this it's not a voting machine he wants it absolutely made clear that's they right aren't, they aren't we have tabulation machines yes because basically they scan it that, that's right that is uh, steve's pet peeve and he's right we don't have voting machines and people think we do because Mm-mm. because uh, a lot of candidates including carrie lake run around and say we have we have to get rid of the voting machines and people think i guess they've never voted they think people go in on some screen and touch who they want to vote for, and, and that's not what we have. All of our voting in Arizona is done on paper. We mm-hmm. all have a paper ballot mm-hmm. that is then submitted through the tabulation machine to count it. That's how, it. How would you like to like not be able to mail vote in mail? I love it. Oh, it's it's. I love it too. Anybody who wants we, to get rid of vote by mail is not getting my vote. I'm telling you that right now. Arizona's been doing vote by mail since 1992, I think it is, mm-hmm. and and we led the country in it. And now most states have some aspect of it. It's fantastic. But this, I think that's all Oregon does. But Jim, o, Jim O'Connor is he's he's bringing back all of the fake election fraud stuff from 2020. He's bringing back all the conspiracies, and he literally said he went to a conference uh, recently with the My Pillow guy and talking about election well, fraud. I think that says and, everything 100 percent right there. And based on that, 
He wants to come back here and have the Corporation Commission have a hearing on whether we should get rid of our voting tabulation machines. And without, and he says, I'm going to bring in experts. It's unbelievable. And the Corporation I, I, I don't Commission, think this is going to go anywhere. Well, the Corporation Commission has no authority over elections. They, they don't deal with the elections. They don't They don't decide if the election he, is right or wrong. They don't certify the count. They don't do anything with elections. What Jim O'Connor, what Commissioner O'Connor is saying, that he they do have the ability. But no, there's nothing in there that they don't regulate voting tabulation machines at all. That's not yeah. the purview of the Corporation Commission. And so he just said, uh, Jim O'Connor, the Corporation Commissioner, he just sent a letter to every county official across the state, like the, the Board of Supervisors in every county, uh, uh, imploring them not to use these machines machines in the counting this year. And he said he attended this conference. It was called a Moment of Truth seminar uh, that was put on uh, by by the MyPillow guy, Mike Lindell, and basically saying all the fraud, the fake fraud stuff that we've been hearing about. And he wants to come in and, and have this hearing and have the Corporation Commission tell the counties and tell businesses that put out these, that make these machines, you can't sell them in Arizona. You know, Barry, I got to ask you something because I've heard you fill in on quite a few occasions and that's why I agreed to come in because I, A, wanted to meet you. And I, uh, and I know what tack you're probably going to take, but at some point, and this goes beyond election deniers, whether you're on the right or the left, when are we going to get back to the issues when we have the camaraderie and like the debates of the Reagan Tip O'Neill years where yeah. they had fierce policy debates and then Tip O'Neill would go to dinner at the White House because they knew how to get along but disagree politically. Yeah. Are we ever going to be able to get back to that? I, I hope so, but I'm, I'm really afraid we're not going to be able to get back to it. It feels to me like people are going further and further to the far left and the far right as opposed to being able to have a real discussion with each other and compromise. How can somebody hold the center if... Yeah. Well, that's yeah. another discussion for. I'm sorry, no. Steve. I just thought I'd ask since because people at home. I know there are people who are driving like you know what I'm. You know I don't need that. I just want to know when is inflation going to go down? What are they doing to make my life better? It's it's uh, yeah. So you're you're right though. We should talk about that today. But this this Jim O'Connor guy. This is amazing to me, and I'm waiting to hear the other uh, corporation commissioners, uh, Republican and Democrat, all come out and say, yeah, we don't do this stuff. This isn't what we're doing. We're not going to have a hearing. We have no jurisdiction over this. And even if we did, we wouldn't do it. Uh, but kind of scary. We have an elected official, one of five, on the Corporation Commission, and this is what he's focused on as opposed to what his job is. Jim O'Connor, folks. Welcome to it. I would like I would like my power bill to go down, so work on that. <laughs> that would be the best thing we can do. Work on that. All right, you know this, Gail. The Super Bowl's coming to Arizona. Is it? It is, in February. Again? Again. Our Where fourth, have I been? Our fourth time. Uh, this one's a little bit different, though. Uh, now we've got Airbnbs, we've got VRBOs. We have folks... Uh, who think they're going to make a bunch of money when the Super Bowl gets here. This is not the first time that this has been discussed. We're gonna when talk- it was here before, they were going to do that. Is that right? People talking about it again. A lot. Oh, All right, we'll right, tell you about it coming up. Becky Lynn standing by in the KTR News Center. Stay with us. It's the Gatos and Chad Show. The Gatos Big Q Poll Question, brought to you by your Valley Toyota dealers. All right, Everyday Gatos has a big Q poll question of the day. Jumps on with Broomhead in the morning. Steve Zinsmeister filmed that role today. And Steve, what was the uh, what was the big question today? Yeah, so with the start of the NFL season this weekend, the Cardinals face the Chiefs in week one. How many wins will the Cardinals have this season? That's your Gatos big Q poll question. It's brought to you by your Valley Toyota dealers. Your answer choices, 0 to 4, 5 to 8, 9 to 12, or 12 or more. All right. 
Gail, what do you think? That, what do you think the Cardinals going to do this uh, this year? I'm going to go with C, so I don't seem like a doubting Thomas. <laughs> Steve, uh, Steve Zinsmeister, big sportsman, you're the expert. Uh, where are the Cardinals going to finish this year? What's the what's the record? They're going to finish in the five to eight win range. Really? And I think that's going to disappoint a lot of people, but that's my belief. And if you want to know what it's polling at right now, the number one option, forty five percent of voters say. Zero to four wins. Wow. People wow. are down on the Cardinals. Wow. wow. They need to change that. They need so we need they need to rally the valley like the Suns. Well, we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna get a good look at it tomorrow, or excuse me, Sunday, with a game one against the Kansas City Chiefs right here at home. So that's uh oh, that's they, interesting. How incredible would it be if they beat the Kansas City Chiefs? It'd be pretty Everybody amazing. would say, I don't know who voted zero to four, but I was in the nine to twelve wins range. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, and this is this year especially because the Super Bowl gonna be held in the Valley. Valley this mm-hmm, year mm-hmm. Uh, in, in February. And uh, we saw it last year for the first time in the history of the NFL where a team played the Super Bowl uh, in its own towns, so where the Super Bowl was being played, Los Angeles, the mm-hmm. Rams were there. And that's never happened before, believe mm-hmm. it or not. And uh, wouldn't it be great if the Cardinals did that? Apparently not if they're going to win zero to four games. Uh, but uh, what a lot, regardless whether the Cardinals let's just are get in, them to the playoffs first, okay? Let's lot. just get them past the Chiefs, then yeah. let's get them past into the into the playoffs, a lot and of, then we can think about that. A, a lot of uh, locals, though, I don't know, think they're hoping the Cardinals get into the Super Bowl because they want a lot of out of towners coming in for the Super Bowl. And they're getting ready to make money on their house, renting out their house for the week mm-hmm. or two weeks of the Super Bowl. They're they uh, they're going to make some cash, Gail. My three bedroom, two bath abode comes with a butler named Walter. Walter <laughs> is a four legged friend, but he'll be more than happy to clean up anything you spill on the floor in the kitchen. Would you uh, would, <laughs> would you leave your house if someone came in and said, "Hey, I'm gonna take your house for the week"? Would you clean it out and leave your house for what twenty five thousand dollars? I mean, what would it take to get you to leave I'd your house? I'd be stupid not to. <laughs> <laughs> Becky Lynn, you were telling me a story yeah. earlier. Okay, so I was rocked back just a little bit from a friend of mine who told me they have a buddy that lives um, down in Georgia near where they play the Masters. Yeah. Close enough that they leave their home every year for the Masters and make enough to pay their entire mortgage for the year. Wow. That's pretty That's you, pretty good. It's like, do you report that on your taxes so you actually make money <laughs> or no? Wow. Uh, uh, I don't <laughs> know. I charge enough question. to cover taxes. I mean, I, doesn't that give you pause to think that, though, and go, oh, wow. Yeah, I would do that. I could, In a minute. You know what would be the hardest thing, though, is cleaning out all your stuff that you might be afraid someone would pilfer. Well, that's that's what we were saying earlier. I don't, if they can afford to pay $25,000 <laughs> to rent my house... I could probably replace whatever they break with that right. money. I mean, that's the question. Do you have to empty out your closets and your drawers, all the clothes? Yeah, all he's the, like, what? Oh, really? where is my classic KTAR um, t-shirt they took it? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that I, I mean, that's basically like you're moving. You have to yeah, move out. Yeah, you have to move out. Yeah, yeah, you have to move out. Wow, that's, so you'd a, have that's to, a lot. You'd have to come up with a system yeah. to make that. To make that but, but you know, the Phoenix area is uh, one of the biggest uh, Airbnb and Verbo markets in the whole country. I really? think we are yeah, we have more more of those homes here than anybody. And I think a lot, I think the part of the reason is people are gearing up for the Super Bowl. They want that Super Bowl money. Mm. And it's a it's a ton of my uh, somebody I work with that she was renting a home uh, on the west side and had been there for a few years and the guy came to her and just said, "Hey, your lease is going to be up this year. Take you know, take some time, but I'm not going to renew the lease. I want to have it to be able to rent it out." For the open and for the uh, for the Super Bowl and and he just wants to make a whole bunch of money. He said, "I'll make more money doing that than having you here for the whole year, like way more money, like just crazy wow. money." Well, what, just so. be in partnership with her, like say, "Hey, <laughs> why don't you just move out for a couple months and then boom, you know, every year you know it's coming. Go to a friend's house." Yeah, 
I, well, you're right. I mean, it, figure figure it out. Just but, keep the house nice. You know, she's already moved now. She's out. But it's. Oh. Uh, but I will tell you, it, it's uh, it, it's enticing, right? I mean, somebody was saying earlier yeah. that people are some people are getting ten thousand dollars a day for their house for Super Bowl week. $10,000 So does my chiropractor who just texted me. He must be listening. <laughs> yeah, right? I'm just kidding. Yeah. Hi, Dr. John. I hear you. <laughs> that is not your copay. If he's got this on in the radio at Casalita Chiropractic, that is not your copay. It is. Don't it, scare anybody. <laughs> it is unbelievable. But this is, this is a big thing in the Valley, and uh, people are doing it. As we've been telling you, hotels are already filling up fast, and now homeowners are trying to cash in, renting out their homes to tourists. We are talking thousands of dollars for uh, homes all across the valley. They're going through sites like Airbnb, VRBO, but specifically, if you live near the stadium, you have prime real estate. We found hundreds of listings online going for five figures that week. And according to Airbnb, the last time the Super Bowl was here, in Glendale, Arizona, hosts made collectively over $1 million. Wow. Well, there's real money there. I'm, I have to tell you, you'd be silly not to consider it, but the whole package, I don't think I can do it. I can't pack up my whole house like I'm moving. I wouldn't I'd move to, everything out. I'd be like, you got to sleep in the bed, sit on the couches. You know, you can use no, my no, pots and pans. Yeah, they, but, they want the furniture. They just yeah, don't want yeah. any of the stuff in the drawers. They nope, want empty yeah. drawers, empty closets. No clothes and yeah. stuff. So, you know, I, I've worked in TV for like 20 years. The clothes aren't going anywhere. <laughs> I wonder if you could just rent a room or two oh, or they do, three. They, on you Airbnb, know, you can do that. Yeah, sure. so you wouldn't have to move out. You could stay in there and yeah. let them come and take the empty room. I don't know you don't much, to leave, live with strangers. I don't know how much money that is, though. That's the problem. Because I, I think what they're looking to do is kind of like your friend uh, for the Masters. Mm-hmm. Is, is companies, corporations, they, they come in and rent the whole house. Mm-hmm. Or these big travel companies, and they get groups of guys or, or people, and they, they want to rent your whole house. They yeah. don't want you there. Yeah. So. Uh, my chiropractor said he'd take the dog. and <laughs> <laughs> He had a great pit bull who would, like, wander around the, the office and, like, hey. come up to you, let you pet her while you're getting your back done. I have to. I miss that dog, Rosie. $25,000 for the week. I'll leave my dog if they want it. Whatever they want. Walter, they can, they can Walter's the like, I'm not going to. He's like, you better take me on a hike daily and then I'll be okay. <laughs> then I'll guard. Then you'll get out of This there? is home security. Oh my goodness. Oh you my can put goodness. that in. You know, you can rent the house, but you do have to walk the doggies. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a thing here now. Do you guys have, uh, do you have any Airbnb or, or uh, Verbo stuff, uh, houses on your street or in your neighborhood? They're not allowed, I don't think, in my HOA. Or oh, is that right? I can't remember. I can't, you, know what? I, you know what? I think they are because the house behind me, it has HOA guest or uh, something for their okay. Wi-Fi. And there's some strange Wi-Fi names, by the way, in my neighborhood. <laughs> I just want to throw that out there. We have one. Yeah. And it, when it first started, oh, my goodness, it went before city council. People were trying to get it shut down. But I got to tell you, it's one of the nicest places in the neighborhood. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. And, and I know the owner does not live here. Right. The owner's in Vegas or something. And I'm always, every time we go by it, I check. And it's like, wow, it looks terrific. I've right. used one. And I have to say, I've used them on multiple occasions. I And I'm wondering, like, what am I doing right now that would annoy people? Yeah. Like when I park the car in the driveway and go in the house. Yeah. Like it's just me. I've never had like a razor or yeah. anything there. I think they got rid of it. Arizona passed that law now. And or actually Airbnb put it in place where you're not allowed to have parties. And if you have a party and it's reported, the house can get kicked yeah, out of the service. True. And that's the biggest problem. If it's just people who come in and out, nobody cares. I have one in my neighborhood, too. We were all worried about it. Hasn't been an issue at all. Well, you know, they've also told people if you tell black people that they can't stay in your house, you can't be. You well, can't yeah. rent yours out. They also had an issue with that, too. Yeah, that's right. That's, but they got rid of that. I hopefully they got rid of that also. All right, coming up, you may have heard the Queen uh, died yesterday. Uh, there's some new folks with new titles. We're going to talk about it next. Stay with us. Gail Bass, Barry Marks, and Infragatos and Chad. It's KTAR. 
Arizona's news station, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. Serious news, seriously entertaining. The Gatos and Chad Show. I, too, now solemnly pledge myself throughout the remaining time God grants me to uphold the constitutional principles at the heart of our nation. All right, that was King Charles the third. King Charles the third. He's been Prince Charles my entire life. Yeah, no, he's been Prince Charles for um, pretty much his entire life, right? Is that mm-hmm. am I right or, yeah. or close to? Yeah, it? he was born a prince. That's Gail Bass. I'm Barry Markson in for Gatos and Chad today, and of course, uh, Queen Elizabeth passed away this week, and uh, uh, King Charles has now given the. Uh, is he going to always be known as King Charles the third? Do I have to say that every time? Well. He- <laughs> Charles the first and Charles the second, their ends weren't so great. Yeah. So one of them knew how to like balance power between you know Presbyterians and Catholics and Protestants because Is it was right? a little fractious back then. <laughs> but and one of them uh, got beheaded. But this one, I think. It's not going to have that kind of turmoil. I hope not. Yeah. It's a little tough out there right now. So, all right. So, Gail, you're you're kind of a, what do they call the someone who's like a royal, we have knowledge of the royalty. What's that called? Uh, there's a, a name, a file. Uh, there's a file. I read. I'm a bibliophile. <laughs> I read the news. I, I did. I was a European history major because I wanted to actually work for the State Department. I wanted to be a diplomat before I became a journalist. And uh. so I just used to read about this stuff, like knowing how to address people properly. And when I would anchor newscasts, I was like, how do you address the president on first reference? You say President Bush. And the second reference, it's Mr. Bush. And people would call in. Why did you call him Mr. Bush? You hate uh. him. It's like, you hate President Bush. Like, No. That's how you address somebody right. properly. And so I would just I, w- I was always fascinated by the tiles because they have so many of them. Like yeah. he's Prince Charles. But in Scotland, he's known as the Duke of Cornwall of Cornwall. He has a different title. All right. So so, so he is now King Charles the third. Mm-hmm. And but there are some other people getting some new titles and some new names. Right. Yeah. Well, well Prince William is yeah. now the Prince of Wales. So he takes over his father's old position. Yeah, he will be there will be an investiture ceremony and then he will get the official title. Yeah. Now, King Charles could have changed his name and been King something else. He didn't do that. No, he yeah, he could have said, I want to be Edward the 20th or something it, or other. But it, he stuck with Charles. It's amazing. And so can Prince William change his name? Yeah. They oh, can really? all do that. Really? He can say the artist formerly known as Prince of Wales. I mean, he could do whatever he wants. I don't think it'll happen because, you know, tradition. Yeah. But there you go. So he didn't. So William didn't change his name. They, they have pretty classic names, though. Well, right? oh, you mean, will he change his right now? Yeah, he, he can't. He can't change oh, his name. It's change. not until you become king. And remember, okay. Charles doesn't get to wear that crown until the coronation. And when's that? Do we know? Uh, it'll be about a year from now. Because okay. the, right now they're in official mourning. So. So it's uh Okay, yeah, that's true. So about a year from now, the coronation gets to wear the crown. But King Charles is the king now, mm-hmm. and everything that comes with that, and he inherits all of all of the the family's the castles and the the money and everything else. Yeah, they pay taxes though now. So is that right? But, but see, Prince Charles, uh, he has an organic farm or something, and I bought from the Duchy of Cornwall because now Prince William is now the Duke of Cornwall along because he was the Duke of Cambridge when he okay. and Kate got married. He now has the Duchy of Cornwall. That is his responsibility because when you're the firstborn son of the sovereign, you become <laughs> okay. the Duchy of Cornwall. Now, who else? Who who else gets a new title? Does Harry get a new title? No. Oh, 
Harry no? uh, is still, I think they just stay, uh, what are they, the Sussexes? So, I don't think they, because he, you know, they're still going to be in the U.S. They're not going to have yeah, any formal role. If right. they decided to go back, maybe something will happen, okay. but I, I doubt it. Because remember, when Charles, Charles has said this ahead of time, like there's, the royal family is very large and a lot of them don't have jobs. And he's right. saying... You know, when I become king, we're trimming down the firm. That's what they call that. Oh, really? We're, we're trimming down the firm, and so people are going to have to, like, start earning their own keep. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, so that was, Like, you know, the rest of us commoners. Who is Harry? The, Harry's married to Meghan Markle, right? Yes. And they're, and they, so I have to say, if I had a choice, I'd much rather live in Montecito next to Oprah than in England. No, 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 no. no? Let me tell you, because I've been to England five times, yeah. and I always went in the summer. And Scotland, like Scotland's my favorite, you will want Balmoral. When it's 110 degrees here and yeah. you can go to Balmoral and you're wearing a jacket and you're taking selfies and you post it on Facebook and your friends say, it's 115 degrees there. You'd be like, you know, this royal life is acceptable. <laughs> All right. So maybe half a year <laughs> back in the United Kingdom. And yeah, half, honestly, I'm a California girl. I yeah. mean, I'm an American. Honestly, I don't believe in titles. You yeah. know, the, the Constitution says we don't confer titles. And I'm, I'm happy for that yeah. because... We're an egalitarian society, or our, as we go, as we try to make our way to form a more perfect union, our unity is based on the fact that we are all endowed by our creator, that all men are created equal. It's in our constitution. But I just think it's kind of fascinating that this country, and I and I respect, I have respect for the queen because let's face it, this woman was a, against apartheid before a lot of the yeah. people here. That's true. And she felt that everybody should be equal under the Commonwealth and right. in their union. So, you know, and she and she never had a misstep like everybody like on Twitter, you know, Trump, Clinton, yeah, Bush. They've all had a misspeak. Yeah. 70 years of, of not having a misspeak. Yeah. Maybe a little bit about Diana. Maybe a little bit of that, some of the stuff yeah. about Diana. Yeah, but uh, you know what? She came out and did the right thing eventually. Some people don't do that. That's true. That's Gail Bass. I'm Barry Markson. We're in for the boys. It's the Gatos and Chad Show. Coming up, we're going to talk to Jevin Hodge. He's a young man running for Congress against David Schweikert. I think you want to meet him. We want to hear why he's running. We're going to talk to him coming up here in just a couple of minutes. Becky Lynn standing by in the KTR News Center. She's going to give you the latest from that lockdown at Central High. Stay with us. It's KTAR.